following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guest. Life is pretty good if you're a Lions fan and a Michigan fan right now. That win over Alabama was historic. And now they get Washington on Monday in Houston for the national championship. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion. Offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. He'll join us in less than five minutes. Before the bottom of the hour, our weekly conversation with John Beeline. Talking Hoops presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office, joins us. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. We're going to talk to Beeline about Michigan, Michigan State in the Big Ten hoops race. His early forecast, Pistons don't show up after ending the streak. God, they play no defense. I know everybody loves Cade's offensive numbers. He doesn't play squat in terms of defense. Nothing. We'll also talk about when Harbaugh was hired and the importance of a great football team at Michigan or other big boy D1 schools and how it helps basketball programs. So Coach Beeline before the bottom of the hour. If you want to join us, we have our Honolulu Blue. Huge questions of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. First one, did the Lions get screwed by the officials? I want your opinions from Saturday night's game. And then also on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, Michigan was an early four-and-a-half-point favorite. Are you taking the Wolverines minus four-and-a-half or the Huskies plus four-and-a-half? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they're a Michigan-based bank. Join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's go to Roger in Riverdale, Michigan. You're on the HUGE show. Hi, Bill. Um, Have you heard anything about uh, Ohio State and Catapult Video? What? Oh, the, the video cloud service, Catapult. Uh, they're two uh, top 
people there are former Ohio State uh, employees in the video department. So what does that have to do with uh, either Michigan or other Big Ten schools? What's the connection with Catapult Video? Well, Ohio State, their their video, they're talking about a uh, possibility of uh, unscrupulous activities with the video departments. Well, you know what? Uh, Ohio State really laid an egg like Florida State did. They can talk about opt-outs and all this. If you're a big boy program like Ohio State and Florida State and you don't have backups that can make you competitive, I think that's a sign and a message about the state of your program. Because when you go chase all these NIL guys or five stars, they're, they're really not about the team. They're about themselves. And that's what makes Michigan so different. I think Alabama had the team feel. I, I didn't sense that they were in it for themselves. And Saban does a good job with that, considering the talent level. But Michigan is one of those unique teams. You know, I remember Doug Skeen during our Tullymore Golf Resort football summits that we do in the spring and the summer. And he's even told me in regards to my son Ace and playing the game of football, which he has from his days in high school in Texas to Michigan and a few stops in the NFL and even his kids, that you've got to play for your teammates to be a champion. You have got to love the game and play for your teammates. That has nothing to do with NIL. That has nothing to do with five-star, four-star, three-star. The team concept still wins at the end in any sport, any level. Oh, if people are talking about K gets 40 a night, doesn't play any defense, doesn't set the tone for everybody else. Oh, but he gets 41. NBA is AAU garbage right now. Flat out AAU garbage. Speaking of Doug Skeen, Superfly Hayes, my executive producer, tells me, that Skeener is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Douglas? I'm doing great today, Bill. I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. How about the Lions taking care of business in overtime to get that win? Offensive line on Corum's big bruising run, and then also the defensive line at the end, Stuffin' Milrow. Boy, you know, talk about a theme for a football program, the offense and defensive line. Bill, I was, I was watching very closely how our offensive line was going to match up against their defensive line and, you know, obviously our D-line against our, their O-line. We know, we know how that defense went. That wasn't all that surprising. It was surprising. But we, we, have, pretty, we have a pretty good defense, and that defensive line showed itself out. But the offensive line, in the first half, J.J. had two pressures. That was it. Was it? And then late in the game, obviously, fundamental Michigan football, basically the old 47G quorum scores in overtime there. And quorum's a special guy as well. But that offensive line did a really, really nice job in that football game yesterday. What else did you like about it? I, I thought JJ was up and down, erratic. And then when it mattered, uh, he got it together. They had that design run, which we have seen few design runs for JJ as the starting quarterback. At Michigan, and I, they, Michigan played with some desperation. They played with the pace to the offense, and my first thought is I'm sitting at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids with like 
200 other people is that Michigan needs to mix in some hurry up and a different pace to their offense at times. And I know they were down. And when he went for it on fourth down, it basically was ball game if he doesn't get it. But I, I like that with Michigan. I think J.J., when there's some urgency, he's a better quarterback. Yeah, there was quite the evolution yesterday. I think when that game started, the, the sun was bright, the lights were brighter, the stadium was very colorful. And, and having been to the Rose Bowl and played in, in that stadium, Bill, I can tell you it is a big deal. When you take that field for the first time and the grass is fresh and you look across the line at, a, at an opponent like Alabama, I can see how the heart rate would be flying through your chest. And it, it appeared that J.J. was certainly feeling that early in the football game. And then he settled in a little bit, but then we got a little bit of a slumpiness again. But then this kid just shows grit at the most important times, and he finds a way to make plays. And that's a testament to the kind of guy that he is. I would love to see him play a complete game. I don't think he played his best game. I think he's better than what we saw last night. And I, I, I thought back to the J.J. at Ohio State two years ago, lowering his shoulder and making physical plays and smashing himself into that end zone and getting first downs. If we see that kind of player come next week against Washington. We'll win that game, I think, rather easily, I dare say. But I think he's he's a very, very good player. Statistically, one of the greatest players ever to wear the uniform in Michigan in that position, a quarterback. But still, I, I don't think we've seen his best in these playoffs. And maybe we will on Monday. The matchup with Washington is so polar opposite uh, from Alabama. Maybe similar to Ohio State, but Ohio State didn't have a quarterback like Michael Penix Jr., who I believe is the best quarterback in college football this year and just got robbed not getting the Heisman. Jaden Daniels versus him, it's a no-brainer. But you go throw up gaudy numbers against weaker opponents, you don't post any impressive wins, and somehow you still win the Heisman. It's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable to see how that guy from LSU won the Heisman. But you got Penix Jr. He has some Big Ten pedigree with what he did at Indiana. He was highly successful there. The guy is just money. I think he's going to be a solid uh, NFL quarterback. So your thoughts uh, when that game ended last night with Washington, Texas, and you knew Michigan was playing the Huskies, how do they line up against Washington? I, Bill, honestly, I like the matchup. And obviously, Pennings is a special guy back there. I've, I've rarely seen a quarterback throw more accurate deep balls to give his guys a chance. And he finds those one-on-ones. And he puts the ball in such a spot that those dudes are they're coming down with it more often than not. 53%, I think, was a stat I heard in the telecast last night. That's pretty incredible. But if you don't have the time to sit back there and throw that deep ball, it's not going to matter. I like our defensive front against their offensive front. And more importantly, I like our offensive front against their defensive front. I think we can run the football. I feel okay going into this game, probably a little less nervous than what I thought going into the Alabama game. I like the matchup. Obviously, Vegas is liking the matchup as well for Michigan a little bit there. I think that if we pressure that quarterback and take him out of what his his comfort level is, and we could we match up well in the secondary against our outstanding wide receivers. I I really like the way this looks. What do you like about this team? Uh, not just the Alabama finish, but when you look at following this team, watching them, you and Ballas doing the Michigan football podcast, which is heard weekly at the Wolverine dot com. What really sticks out that maybe 
some previous Michigan championship level teams did not have. Bill, what's crazy and impressive about this particular group of Michigan guys is a year ago, they set out to say, we're coming back here and we're going to write a different ending to this story. This is not who we are. And they've had such a laser focus going back to last winter, going through spring, all the way through this fall. And then, and then here comes the distractions. Here comes the outsiders. Oh, you're not playing anybody. Your schedule's soft. And then here comes the NCAA and suspensions and the Michigan, Michigan administration, you know, parks Harbaugh at home for three weeks. And then the Big Ten parks him at home for three weeks. And the, the fence, the mental fence that they built around their own team to keep everybody out and focus on themselves as a team to go out and continue to do what they set out to do very few locker rooms have ever done what we've seen Michigan do this year. It's awfully impressive, and that's what I admire about these young men, is they have been able to keep the distractions at a minimum and focus on the team and go out and find a way to win, and they just keep doing it. It's pretty awesome to watch. When we get to our fall Tullymore football summit, maybe before even the spring one in May, early June, Will J.J. McCarthy and Jim Harbaugh still be a part of the Michigan football program? <laughs> well, do I, do I think they will or do I think they should? I, I, you and I talked about this just the other day. I, I, I stay on this, I think, especially if we win this game next week against Washington. I think Jim, Jim takes a hard look at the NFL. If he gets an offer, I do believe he'll leave to go chase a Lombardi trophy. I think, it's, I think he'll be leaving to do that, not running away from something that's brewing in Ann Arbor with this NCAA stuff, but I truly believe the guy desperately wants a Lombardi trophy like his brother's got, and his brother might get another one this year. Jim wants to climb that mountain as well, and I don't blame him for doing so. As far as J.J. goes, do I think he should leave? No. I, I think for him to reach his pinnacle, I think he, he could stand another year in Ann Arbor and, and maybe get a little bit better at some things, a little more consistent, in spite of how impressive he's been. But I wouldn't be surprised if he punched the clock and, and took his talent up to the next level as well. I, you know, I know there's a lot of guys saying that he's a first-rounder. I'm not so sure of that. Obviously, he's a talent. He's going to play football in the NFL. I just don't know where he slots in as a draft pick at this time um, with all the other quarter, quarterbacks that are coming out this year. So I think, I think the head coach is probably gone, if you're asking me point blank. And I think the quarterback is a 50-50 whether he comes back. His name is Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s, O-lineman. Also co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas, heard weekly at thewolverine.com. Doug, thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk as we get closer to kickoff of the Washington game on Monday for the NCAA D1 football championship, and I'll get your huge prediction. Thank you, Bill, for having me. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Next segment, we'll hear from John Beeline, our weekly talking hoop segment presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder, partner in Grand Rapids for the Dorn Mayhew office here in downtown GR, will join me in studio. We'll talk to Coach Beeline about the Pistons. Breaking the streak, then laying an egg. What about Michigan and Michigan State in the Big Ten? And he was at Michigan when they hired Harbaugh. And how important is it for a great football program to help a D1 basketball program?
at schools like Michigan, Coach Beeline, uh, here in less than 10 minutes. I also have a message from my good friend, Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports, 14-mile road in Rockford. Now think about this. How would you like your own custom tricked-out golf cart that you can design for the golf club, for the neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house? Stop in, see Drew and his team, west side of the state, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart go-to dealer. 14-mile road in Rockford, on the west side of the state. And if you text IMPACT to 21000, you'll be in the drawing next summer at our huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort to win a card just like Lomas Brown's tricked out Lions golf cart. You can see it at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. So just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. And I'm getting word from Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network that if you're going to be in the Detroit area, that will be on January 12th, uh, you can stop out and meet Lomas Brown at the Impact booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show in Novi that the Huge Show will be broadcasting from. That is on Friday, January 12th from 3 until 6 p.m. Lomas will be there with his tricked-out Lions golf cart from 2 until 4. That is on November 12th, or excuse me, January 12th. At the Ultimate Fishing Show in Novi. Huge show broadcasting live 3 until 6 on Friday, January 12th. And Lomas Brown will be there with his tricked-out golf cart from Impact Power Sports from 2 p.m. until 4 p.m. I think that's a Friday, January 12th, at the Ultimate Fishing Show in Novi at the Impact Power Sports booth. So that's pretty good stuff. Just text Impact to 21000 if you want to get in on the drawing to win an exact replica of Lomas Brown's tricked-out Lions golf cart. Text I-M-P-A-C-T to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Who knows how the calendar year 2024 will play out for Michigan State's basketball team. The Spartans were number four in the Associated Press preseason poll back in November, and it's well documented the struggles against the best teams during non-conference play, let alone beginning 0-2 in Big Ten play and the Spartans first order of business is to get back into the middle of the Big Ten Conference standings. They are at home on Thursday night against arguably the Big Ten's weakest team Penn State and then a dangerous game Sunday at Northwestern where a lot of teams have struggled to play especially this season where Purdue was ranked number one when Northwestern won it. So those are the first two games to resume Big Ten play in 2024. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. At Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now, they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. One of the best producers ever in the business. John's not picking up. Did he block you? Have you annoyed him? John Beeline, our weekly segment, Talking Hoops, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder. He heads up the Grand Rapids office. He'll join us in studio. In a moment, Superfly Hayes has had one of his greatest days in broadcasting. John did pick up. He could, you know, he, I think he lives down in Florida during the winter. I'm not by my phone. I'll be out in my man thong on the beach. Eye candy. That's what I would be. He'll, he'll, did you text him? He's really good about text. I think it might be personal towards you. Let me see if he texted me. Yeah, here's Coach, Coach Beeline. Could you have anybody except Brett text me? So, Josh Garvey is managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA accounting business firms, GR office, also their world headquarters in Troy. And they do have an office in Houston, and they do have people connected to Michigan 
down in Houston. And you do have Michigan and Washington on Monday in Houston. I have a dream scenario that I shared with Josh that I'm doing the huge show Friday and Monday from the Dorn Mayhew Houston office. Josh would sit in. We'll get the Wolverine.com guys to come over and see us. And we'll talk about Michigan on the precipice, the cusp of a national championship. So we are working behind the scenes with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, we're we're trying to put this together. Josh, here's what I like about Josh. You know, he's the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's GR office. He's a mover. He's a shaker. He gets things done. And the huge show could be in Houston Friday and Monday. I'm trying to temper my enthusiasm, not to get too excited. John, he's not returning your text or your calls. Brett, have you been dumped before by a girl? What's well, usually the first thing that happens? Two things. Doesn't pick up. It doesn't return your text. Are you getting dumped by Beeline? Live on air? Let me see if it'll return my text. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going to call me? Superfly is this close to stalking. Do you have you have you drunk dialed John? Like, you know, New Year's Eve, you showing people like, yeah, I got Beeline on my phone. I got Izzo on my phone. Holy Izzo, like, hey, how about uh Josh Garvey does join us, uh, managing shareholder Dorn Mayhew, GR office. Yesterday when the broadcast ends, we did the first two hours live leading up to because I had to go watch a game at Five o'clock at Celebration Cinema North and our huge watch party on the big screen in Grand Rapids. So I say, hey, good job today, buddy. He says, yeah, man, uh, sounded great on air. He goes, with hesitation, go blue. And I'm thinking, he's a turncoat. He's green and white. He's a Michigan State fan. I think that could be, because last time he kind of exposed that, that could be why John isn't calling you back. And we were going to talk about Michigan, Michigan State and the Big Ten hoops race, which is kind of overshadowed right now by the Lions and Michigan. We were going to get to the Pistons, who fired all of us, all of us up at Preston's Bar in Grand Ledge on Saturday when they held on and beat Toronto. And then they turn around and just give up almost 150 in Houston. And I'm like, normally... When there's a bad streak, the team turns around and will have a mini streak on the other side. And the Pistons just can't play defense. So I've come to this conclusion. I don't think they're playing for Monty Williams at all. I think that entire team hates him. And I and I, what I heard behind the scenes was he came in and fired a lot of longtime people without even saying anything and just said, you're done. So he was given full control. So if you get that dictator-type person in a business, your employees will turn on that person. That person will not last there. I've seen it in radio where I've had some classic bosses. There was a boss here in Grand Rapids. His first day, I went to the regional guy and said, I can't work with him. And the regional guy said, well, your employee 32 who has contacted me on his first day as the boss, we're going to do it this way. We used to do it this way. 
we all will do it this way. And you're like, dude, you won't last. So, and, and what's interesting, you took over for Tom Rosenbach from Bean Garter, now the transition officially on January 1 to Dorn Mayhew. And it's a learning curve, man. It's a, you got to pave your own way, but also you got to respect what was built up, right? You really do. Uh, if you come in and just start designing your own ways, people will leave you. It's, there's tradition. They'll turn in, you off. Yeah. And there's tradition and excellence in Detroit. And with Dorn Mayhew. Yeah. Yeah. With the Pistons, I mean, like when you oh. look at their situation with well, Monty Williams, if Monty comes in and says, it's going to be Monty's way or the highway, those guys are going to check out on him. And they almost gave up 150 to Houston. That's a lot of points for Houston. Off, off of you, you, you broke the streak. Now, part of it, I'll say, when you get those games where. I had Dick Versace, the old coach, remember him, the Pistons assistant, said watch games that with young teams on the weekends or right after holidays because these dudes go out and party. <laughs> he said that. He's, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So you get New Year's Eve, they're on the road. You think they stayed in their hotel room? No. 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 So I, I just, I, 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 I've come to the conclusion now that they want nothing to do with Williams. So the problem is your gores. You've paid all that money. You have. You've locked him in. And, I mean, this is the same guys you had a year ago, basically. Well, Phoenix so, didn't want him. And he had Durant. And he had Booker. He had Beal coming in. He had uh, Beal coming in. I, they didn't want him. They did Ishbia, who, you know, from Michigan and the Michigan State booster. And so we'll see, man. I, uh, that was really disappointing to think that they go from breaking the streak to just one of their worst games of the year. No defense. Zero. None. We talked about that last week with John. We did. You're doing a good job filling in for John, who refuses to answer Brett's calls and his text. <laughs> and we're not going to make this a public, on-air issue. We're not going to embellish it. We're not going to keep talking about it. But John did say, is there any way I could do the segment is there any way I could do the segment just via text and not have to talk to Brett? So we'll see. <laughs> are we running out of time? We're only going to have a little time left. We're going to have a little time with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Doran Mayhew. Uh, did you watch the game last night? I assume you did, right? Oh, I did. Michigan game? What a game. What a game. I think it's the biggest win for Michigan football ever. It, 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 it's up there. Maybe the, the first Ohio State win for Harbaugh at the Big House was special. And what they did to Ohio State and Columbus was phenomenal. But this was Saban. This was taking down the big man, right? It was. It really was. And, and, and maybe back to Tom Brady's game against Alabama. You go back to that game. And yeah, that, this game has significance because now it got you to the national title game. You had lost and not looked good in the first two college football playoffs, right? Right, right. I do. Uh, we do get word that uh, John Beeline decided to uh, pick up the phone when uh, Superfly Hayes called him, and uh, he was boycotting Superfly. But that's a personal thing we can't discuss on air. I don't like to bring soap opera behind the scenes stuff on air. How you doing, Coach? I am doing good. Thanks very much for having me on again, Bill. Uh, and say hello to Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, GR office. Hi, Coach. How are you? Yes, sir. Good. I'm, I'm good. I'm great after that win yesterday. Did you watch the Michigan game last night? I sure did. I, did. I watched every, just about every snap. So what, what impressed you the most about Michigan's win last night? 
I think our poise uh, in that situation was was outstanding. I said this too after they beat Ohio State. I said it was like, it was like a, a a man it was a perfect a flawless performance. In fact, just a masterpiece. I think I called it. And I saw that again in 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 parts, especially their drive, and then the overtime. Um, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. And yeah, I like the sidelines for. Um, from Michigan too, they seem to be very calm and poised. And I, I always, I tried to coach that way. I wanted my team to look over at me and see someone that was confident and poised, even though I might not have been at the time. I, that's what I want. I fake it. And when I looked at our sideline, that's what I saw. And the Alabama sideline, you saw this worried look on their face much of the game that they knew this wasn't going to be a Southeast Conference rollover. Uh, like it had been in in other years with Big Ten teams in the Southeast Conference. So, great win all the way around. So, you were the head coach there when Harbaugh was hired. Do you remember your first conversation with Coach Harbaugh? Oh, it might have been before that. I think when he was coaching San Francisco, we had a conversation. We were out on the West Coast with some boosters and uh, talked with them then. You know, he's a man that is so committed to trying to find the best way to win. And he's, I think if he's guilty of anything, he's so focused on trying to just help Michigan football get to its top, its best level that people might not understand him somehow. But he's, I think what's happened a lot in this is he's, I think he's understand college football. He's really emphasized culture in the last couple of years and delegation to his staff. That let trust these guys. He's got an incredible staff. Trust these guys. Let them coach, and then come in where you need to come in. And that's been a that's been a, a just a great um, run here the last three years. When you look at that overall record, good good God, it's a, it's unbelievable. Yeah, JJ McCarthy. I, I joked in his first start. I said he'll never lose a game. I joked on a tweet. And then they showed that stat last night that he's only lost one game, you know, as a starter. I, I can't wait for Monday night against Washington. Coach Beeline will be watching it. Uh, I'll be watching it. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, will be watching it. Uh, let's move on from football. Uh, the Big Ten basketball season started with their couple games they do now uh, to get the conference going in December. And John will be in the Big Ten network studios during the weekends in January, February into March. Uh, when you look at Michigan and Michigan State right now, State seems more poised for maybe the expected Big Ten run. Michigan, uh, with the transition again with coaching, they look like they stepped back and the loss to McNeese State was one of the worst they've ever had. Well, let me say this about this. McNeese State is uh, came started out their year by winning, I think, at VCU and at UAB. And uh, there's not too many teams will go to those two places. So I think McNeese State was probably just as good a team, believe it or not. Not most years it is not. For the home of of Joe, of Joe Dumars, McNeese State, the Cowboys. I've actually coached at there at one time when uh, against McNeese State, and um, I just think McNeese State was better. It was 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 a better team than people thought. Um, Michigan State right now, I see. I, I hated to see the the shooting accident of the young man uh, at Michigan State. Fears. Yeah, 
Whichever way it happens, whether it's an ankle injury, something as tragic as this, which is awful, whatever, when your bench gets shortened sometimes, identities rise with everybody on the team. And as a result, I I think they're they're playing right now like he probably would like them play in February because they're connected uh, people. The role definition is very is is very important on a team, and I think they are getting closer to that. And uh, it'd be interesting to see how they do as they both open up this week. John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, each and every week he talks hoops. Presented by Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey. Managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office also joins us every week. So looking at Michigan, Michigan State, I know you've been down to a couple of games for both schools. Uh, tell me your thoughts on the Spartans right now and the Wolverines. I was at the game, uh, Indiana State game. Uh, Indiana State played us tough in that first half and into that second half. It was a pretty close game, um, but they are playing very, very well, very, very much together. A lot of experience on the floor for MSU this year, and, and you can see that out there um, with Holgard and Akins and Walker, uh, Sissoko, and, 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 and the young stud, uh, Colin Carr, who made some amazing plays to see those in person. That dude can get out. He just he makes Man. fantastic plays. Um, they seem to be very, playing very, very well together. Um, and, and to echo Coach Coach's comments here, McNeese State, yeah, they, they're, they're a good team. They're 11-2. and two. I was looking at that just on my stats here, and and um, they had a player, Wells, go for 30 points against Michigan, and they played them tough. Um, but I, I'm concerned about Michigan as they head into their Big Ten schedule here. Um, they've got some tough games on the road and, and certainly have some concerns with, with the culture in that locker room right now. Something seems off when you watch the games. And um, – so certainly have some concerns with Michigan here as, as they head into the Big Ten schedule starting uh, this week. You know, there, there is, John, the transfer portal and trying to keep everybody happy. Uh, all the coaches deal with it. I think Izzo dealt with that early, and that's why they were preseason number four, and they just totally bottomed out. And he's got them back now with a lot of practice time and figuring out minutes in the rotation. But, boy, trying to manage everything. And then you look at Juwan was out, then back in. Uh, then you had the Sanderson issue. They just had a lot going on that wasn't connected to basketball. Then you throw in the holiday breaks are always tough on kids who live far away or somebody that doesn't have the connected family. Uh, there, There is a lot in terms of a team, John, that you would know more than anybody else on trying to keep those guys together mentally, physically during those holiday breaks before you get into the conference run. Yeah, you have to be so intentional every day. It's not just okay. Here's the uh, the seven of these, you know, ten days we're going to practice over the holidays when there's nobody on campus. You can't just do that. You got to say, okay, here's the days, but we're going over to we're going to dinner, you know, together on this day. We're coming over to coach's house. I, I swear, one year, guys, we had Colin Castleton. If you guys can remember him, he was the big six ten kid we had who turned out to be a great player. At Florida. Yeah, transferred to Florida. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and he came over to our house and everybody, you know, you go to the coach's house and everybody's a little, you know, let's get out. Of, let's eat and be nice, but let's get out of here. And it's not as bonding. This young man did imitations of me that were so good. And he wasn't even playing. I mean, it was like he's way down on the bench. He's a freshman. He had me down. He had all my pet things down to a <laughs> 
And everybody was rolling and laughing because it was right in front of me, number one, but because he was good at it. And I swear, you know, we, we left that day so much more connected because of some little small intentional thing like that where, uh, you know, things happen. So whether it was just really simple things like, like a white elephant at Christmas or a bowling and, um, one year, one year we did, uh, what's a, where you shoot your pink guns. That was before the season where it ended up with an epic, you know, showdown between John Sanderson and, and Zach Irvin, uh, epic, like shootout at the okay corral with everybody cheering. These are the things that when you can do these things, it builds this culture and it's tough when you've had the roster turnover that we've had. Uh, so um, I guess I shouldn't. Now that I'm working for the Big Tech Network, network I shouldn't say we anymore, should I, guys? <laughs> you can but still that, say we. It's always it, can, it, you, you, you're not French. You're John Beeline. You're from the East Coast, <laughs> but you can you can say we. And he mentioned the Big Ten Network. Look for Coach Beeline. Uh, his analysis in studio on the Big Ten Network, January, this February, weekend, first weekend. Is this yeah, this day, Saturday, March. this Saturday and Sunday. Wow, beyond the debut, all the games. Man, yeah, that's yeah. just that. Uh, Wow, but you, the debut. You, but Bill, you know what I mean? It's just little things like that that create this culture that and you have, but it says you just can't hope for it to happen today. It's not going to happen by the time osmosis makes it happen, um, you're probably the season's over. So you have to do that as a coaching staff and I'm not certain if they're working on it. I'm, I know that some of the coaches that have been there have been part of these teams that had this great culture and uh, that's what they're working on, Josh, I'm sure that the coaches know enough to how, how can we tighten this group up because they've gone through a lot. They've gone through a lot this year and, and in their careers, and now they've all found a home, and they got to make the best of it and, and make Michigan, Michigan a winning team. They have talent. I, uh, they have talent. But as we, we, we know, that's not always just enough. John Beeline, never enough of John on the huge show across Michigan, my man. Uh, good stuff. I uh, appreciate you uh, understanding that eventually you had to talk to Superfly and pick up the phone <laughs> when he was calling. So he, he, he doesn't hold grudges anymore. He's older. Johnny, uh, we'll catch up on the Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and more okay. uh, next Tuesday. Maybe we'll be talking about John, or not John Harbaugh, but Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines as national champs. Happy New Year, my man. That would be great. All right. Thank, thanks, everybody. All right. Bye now. All right. There he is, Josh. Hey, good stuff in studio. Thank you, my man. Thank you, too. All right, Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR Office World Headquarters in Troy, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. And each and every week, Dorn Mayhew presents Talking Hoops with Coach Beeline with Josh in studio on the Michigan Sports Network. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time. 
Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top shelf skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at theurbanu.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U. Four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, Knapps Corner. Also in Rockford, their waxology just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back wrapping up a Tuesday broadcast presented by our friends at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. In Mount Pleasant, Michigan, remember to get your bet in on the Lions this week on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, and you could be a winner of a brand new Lions Ford Bronco. Get the details at SoarinEagleCasino.com. Big. Bad. Huge. 